everybody. It is uh, January 12th, 2017. Welcome to Geeks Next Door, episode a lot. Uh, I'm Chris, and we have a bunch of awesome people here. Uh, we got A-Dubs, Ryan, Yo! A2, and Dave, and how are things going tonight, guys? Good. Pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> it's very meowy. <laughs> cats are very Ooh, angry. There should be no cats here. Cats are... Cats are, just cats are. Cats are um, for different programs. Yeah, cats are for different to get us started tonight, I, I, we're gonna we're gonna talk about we're gonna do a thing called uh, I don't remember what I called it, but it's a it's a movie off. All right, so here's here's the uh, situation. And if you guys in the future want to come up with one, then I can partake as well. But for now, I'm gonna be the moderator, and I'm gonna do my best to be impartial for this. Okay, so we're gonna divide into two teams. Those two teams are randomly gonna deter- be assigned a movie from 1989. Was it? Seven. 1987. The two movies that, for movies that we're doing tonight are The Princess Bride and Predator. And you have to, as a team, defend why that movie is better than the other. If you don't believe it, you still have to defend it and try to see. Sure. And, and you're going to convince me. Now, I'm going to try to go through a clean, sp- clean slate, and you got to convince me that your movie is the best. Make sense? Sure. sure. Absolutely. <laughs> like, kind of. Uh, we're going to take this die here. We're going to roll to randomly determine it. Here, we're going to take the two highest. So, Adam, you got a... Uh, ooh, we got a 10. Damn. Uh, Ryan, Ryan, you, Ryan got a 10. Jesus Christ. Oh, damn. Yay, Dave, Team two, Ryan. Got a 5. And Adam, Dave got a 4. Okay, so it's the Daves against the A-Dub-Thomas combo. Oh, Damn right. Now... Well, we win. <laughs> <laughs> Here I go. I'm sorry that you have Ryan with you. <laughs> Ryan knows Ryan. these movies, Ryan. kind of. Is this Ryan? Remember these movies? I'm pretty good at arguing, though. I mean, that's... <laughs> he is good at arguing. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna roll now to determine which one it is. So we got uh, A Dubs and and Thomas. You guys are on a on a low roll. You're going to be defending the uh, the the uh, what the fuck movie are we doing? The Princess, Princess Bride. Bride. On a high roll, you're going to defending uh, Predator. Ready? Here we go. Low roll, low roll, low roll, low roll. It is a two. So, yay! <laughs> you guys are going to be defending the Princess Bride. Dave, you guys got the Predator, okay? Um, I'll do my best. We're going to go kind of in a round fashion here. So, uh, we'll start with uh, Adam and Ryan. They'll defend for like a minute, minute and a half or so. There's no real timetable. I'll just make sure you don't draw it on too long. And we'll go back, and then we'll rebuttal once a little bit before that. Make sense? Yep. Good deal. Okay, so uh, go ahead and huddle up. All right, your huddle's done. And uh, Adam and Ryan, convince me the Princess Bride is better than Predator in the 1987 movie off. All right, let me. Dang I'll it. start, Adam, and you jump in when I lose steam. So okay. first of all, I'll. Okay, my... let me get this going. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> what a team! Columbo. What a team! <laughs> Just kidding, Ryan. Go. <laughs> so the Princess Bride. Uh, was a great movie, and everybody will agree to that. Um, the question is, is it better than Predator? And for a couple Hell of yeah. reasons, it clearly is better than Predator. First of all, I'd like to point out that Predator is not a movie made for all audiences. Uh, it's made for adults, and adults will certainly enjoy that movie, as adult movies are enjoyed. Um, but the movie Princess Bride is enjoyed by both adults and young alike. And there's something to be said about a movie that can appeal to a wider range of viewers. Um, I'd also like to note that while you're sometimes in the mood for violent, exciting um, movies like The Predator, 
a romantic, fun comedy with lots of action and adventure can meet the needs, whether you're in the mood for comedy, in the mood for adventure, whether you're in the mood for <laughs> silly jokes or fun, you know, it's got it all. It's got everything you can need. So, How, and I'm how's sure that IMDb has, I, This is off my head, man. Um, that's good, actually. But, um, A-Dubs, would you like to add some more reasons why this movie excels above Predator? Yeah, 40 seconds. I thought we were doing a switch-off where the other Daves take over, and then I counter, and then you, and then the other Dave counters. You're not using your time very efficiently. you got 28 seconds. Uh, <laughs> I think there are more classic lines that people will quote from Princess Bride. I don't think will be disputed. I think I, I, I challenge... I agree. Give me one. Um, uh, that's for Dave. That's Dave. And you know, it's not about me. It's about the movie, and and we don't want to shortchange the movie just because my knowledge of details of movies can't be compared with the other team. So let's not confuse what we're comparing here. Which movie is better? It's pretty clear. It's The Princess Bride. And no offense to Predator, another great movie. Princess Bride's the winner. All right. Sounds good. Dave's, convince me the Predator's better. All right, Dave, do you want to start with this? So I feel half the time uh, Ryan was uh, presenting the Predator as being the better and more superior movie. And uh, he's right. Um, Predator in its time uh, was a movie for all ages. Uh, <laughs> it had uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, for the ladies. It had aliens and uh, for, for the kids, and it had blow them up, shoot them up for the gentlemen. Uh, so there was uh, enough of that movie there for all ages uh, of folks. Um, what can you say? It's about an alien who's invisible, who hunts down humans because they're the they're the, his next greatest prey. Uh, but man, he underestimated Arnold Schwarzenegger, right, Dave? Absolutely, um, and. S- we're gonna go with something it's really simple it's like a movie that uh, ryan likes facts uh predator made over three times as much money as princess bride for such a niche audience only a small amount of people can go see uh, see predator it seemed like a whole bunch more went and saw it than princess bride which made less than made just over 30 million dollars in its entire run i guess people really weren't going to see it i mean it's good i guess it's just not great Predator is great. It has not one, but two governors that are in this movie. That's true. That's it true. Has one, it has one. It's like I, I like to hear some of the quotable lines, but Ryan just, as my you know esteemed compatriot, has said Ryan just he just kind of falls short in all the, See, it's in not all about the aspects. Me. It's not about you, but it is about you because you're siding with the, the what is a clearly the inferior movie, which makes you and Adam completely inferior to us. So, Predator has sexual Tyrannosaurus. What the fuck are you? You know? <laughs> There's like amazing lines. I mean, if it, if it bleeds, we can kill it? Ah. Oh, just in Carl Weathers? Uh, uh, oh, Carl fucking Weathers is in yeah, it. Yeah, you know, not only uh, it, it, all they could do to make that better would be have Rambo in it, but Rambo, uh, you know, that was the whole point is like uh, to make a movie where 
the strongest, most badass men in the world had to fight something that came from a different planet to fight them. Um, it's hilarious. It's violent. The action is like pretty nonstop from the movie. It's got that kick-ass theme song. It has the predator going. That is one of the iconic sound effects in the motion picture history. Um, all right. What else can I say? I don't know because your time's about done. So, um, all right, Adams and Thomas, special. Uh, go ahead and rebuttal me. I'm not uh, getting this because um, they did make a really good movie with a lot of action-packed heroes in it. It was not fucking Predator. I'm pretty sure it was a shitty movie with fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger and that other guy and that other guy and it sucked just like this movie. What, what movie do you sit down when you're sick and watch on like continuously? Not Predator. It's most definitely the one where your grandpa tells you a great story. And it's got the kid from the Wonder Years. I think your argument was so poor that Ryan disconnected. Whatever. He was like, I don't want to be on this team anymore. He disconnected. Oh. Alright. That's okay. I don't need Ryan. Alright, well then give me some more, baby. Give me some more. I'm... I'm thinking there are um, better lines in uh, in Princess Bride. <coughs> By far, true love. True love conquers all. Conquers aliens. Conquers rats. <laughs> conquers predators. Conquers everything. True love. Everybody knows that. Plus, fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger ain't got nothing on Andre the Giant. Okay. He's by far better, better actor. Better actor by far. Alright. Good job. Uh, Dave's one final rebuttal. Alright, go for it there, pal. Dave, hit us. When I'm sick, the last thing I want to do is watch a movie that puts me to sleep. Because I'm already tired of sleeping the sickness away. I want to be entertained. And how do you get entertained? You watch a movie where you blow crap up. All right. Predator. All right. If you're blowing chunks, you might as well blow crap up. Right. Exactly. Thank you for making my rebuttal. Right. Hello? 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 Hey, Ryan. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I yay. He left because Adam's argument was so terrible. <laughs> I, I actually jumped in and then like everything froze up. It was weird. Okay. Um, well, we'll give you the last word after. Dave, do you want to say anything else, or? Um, let's see. Like, let, let's just go into some more quotes because Ryan's going to end strongly with quotes because I know he will. Uh, get to the chopper, bam. <laughs> uh, you're bleeding. I got. To, I ain't got time to bleed. Oh, come on, stick around. He throws a knife through a dude's chest into a, <laughs> into the tree. Right. right. Bunch of slack jawed faggots around here. Come on, that's uh, slack jawed motherfuckers. Okay, right. Oh, did, uh, so good. Well, uh, and get get to the chopper is still right. a line he uses today on Celebrity Apprentice. Right. Who and doesn't use "I am the Brute Squad"? Hey, but you're not supposed to argue in our time. It's so true. I'm sorry. Good. I'll give you an additional 15 seconds. All right. <laughs> what? And regardless of the quality of the sequels, Predator uh, is spawned because the because the success of the first one it spawned Predator Two. 
Predators, Alien vs. Predator, Alien vs. Predator Re Requiem, and they are now Shane Black, who played uh, Hawkins in the original, who is a, a director in his own right, as rebooting the film Predator for next year, 2018. Oh, really? The fact that it, is such oh, a, yes, yeah. it has, has, a, it has a, such a strong legacy that people have a desire. Princess Bride is one of those things you can go back and watch and be like, hey, this is cute. It's fun for a child movie. That's great. But Predator is something that people every so often just like, I need I need something. I need a little Predator in my life. And his mouth, look, the alien, look, his mouth is, it, like, it's such an iconic design. It is, it is ranked up there as one of the greatest... Uh, movies, uh, sci-fi movie villains of all time. Okay. Ryan, would you like to end it at all, or just uh, concede defeat? No, absolutely not. I would like to add a few things. I, I want to first of all say, um, Andre the fucking giant. Okay. Where were you gonna, like five minutes I don't know. Ago. The internet broke. Uh, I want to note that there are quotes that are unforgettable in this movie. Like, the Chopper, that's just Arnold Schwarzenegger. Anything he says sounds funny. Tagline. You know, like, it doesn't count. I'm sorry. Um, but there's there's the, hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You this fucking him. shit is intense and probably one of the best quotes of all time. And and you would agree with me, Dave, and I know this is for sure you would. Uh, it is, you, Dave, too, claimed that Predator was accessible to children. That anyone who would make an argument filled with lies, I think you should strongly consider Ooh. the rest of the strength of their argument. I also want to note that release sales is not a measure of a good movie. If you look at DVD sales and other things, I strongly suspect that the staying power of The Princess True. Bride will also reflect the quality like of the movie Thank you. Uh, yep. All right, all right. That sound means uh, the time is up. Good job. I think you both both sides had had pretty good arguments. I, I think you both you deserve a round of applause. Good job. Except for Ryan, who was so angry at his partner's argument that he left in the middle of it. <laughs> he left to go look up. He, he left to go look up uh, uh, quotes. I actually have no idea what happened there. I was I was looking at the screen. Your faces were all like smiling and not moving. I was like. <laughs> Kind of weird. Something's going on. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, I think that that was fun. I enjoyed that immensely. I think that all of us would argue that I think the Daves had a, a more of an uphill battle to climb because Princess Bride is a better movie. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, my favorite quotes for this evening is that Ryan is an esteemed compatriot. Good job, Ryan. <laughs> uh, true love conquers aliens and rats, apparently. <laughs> Which I didn't really understand, but whatever. <laughs> and Arnold Schwarzenegger has got nothing on Arnold the Dr Andre the Giant, which I, is sure I, I can agree with. Um, but as far as an impartial argument, I, I, I think that the Daves gave, did it better. I think that Predator wins this one out. I, I appreciate Just your efforts. You say it louder doesn't make it better. I agree, and that's why <laughs> I did not take volume into consideration. However, there is still hope for <coughs> Princess Bride. And here's what that hope is. If you're out there, if you want the Princess Bride to win, your vote counts for two. So if we get enough people to, to vote at Colin or to write in and to say, no, 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 the Princess Bride won this one, then they will take, because we're only half of what the, the populace is a full vote. So, But for now, I think the Predator did a better job. Good job, Daves. Do you have any uh, we, anything to say? Can we exclude wives from the future vote? 
We cannot. I'm sorry. Anybody who writes in gets equal vote. <laughs> I have a, I have a bunch of work emails when I get there, and I will have everyone at work vote for Predator just to make sure we win. It is not hacking. I will not rush and hack this thing to make sure that I win. <laughs> you have used a lot of Trump-like trap tactics already in your... Oh, I did! Like, I, it was my fun oh. thing. It's like, I actually have a notepad open that says, like, use Trump-like tactics as much as possible. <laughs> Attack you regardless of what your stance is. <laughs> I saw that. I, I was like, this isn't about me. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> right. Cool. Well, right. thanks for humoring me. Um, uh, if anybody wants to pick a, a year and pick out a couple good movies, we could do this again. Be happy to partake. Uh, but for now, let's at least get this pod- podcast started. Okay, thanks guys, thanks for humoring me. What else, uh, what do we got to talk about this week? What's going on? Oh, there's some good news that came out this week, especially in the uh, cinematic world. Um, just today it dropped. Um, I know we talked a little bit about this last week in hopes of a TV series, but the Green, Lantern, <coughs> Green Lantern Corps movie uh, has got its writers. It is set to be to go full force for production for 2020. Uh, it is going to be headed by Jeff Johns himself, and the story itself is being... Uh, being uh, tagged as lethal weapon in space. It will be the relationship <laughs> of Al Jordan and John Stewart. Uh, okay. The marine, they... the marine sniper. Sure. Do they have leads yet, or no? No, they just got their writers um, hired officially today. Uh, so now they'll start looking at leads. So um, Ryan Reynolds will not be in this movie. No, no, no. I'm pretty I mean, sure he won't. I'm pretty, it was pretty obvious in Deadpool that he... There's a lot, a lot of like shots at, at, at Ring Lantern and Deadpool, oh, yeah. which is kind of fun. Um, okay. So, that was pretty cool. Did he, I like he, played Hal, he played Hal Jordan, not um, the yes. other one, right? Yeah. Not Kyle or Ring. Yeah. Yeah, Green Lantern is the one I know least about. I know a little bit about it, but it always seems very OP to me. So I, as long as they make it about the characters, then I'm okay with it. But when you're like, I have a ring that has the power of cosmic that does anything I want it to do, then you're like, well, fuck. As long as you have willpower to will it into existence. Yeah. Right, sure which, is. come on, if the protagonist of a movie is going to get that willpower eventually, even if they pseudo-struggle, so... Yeah, do you need like what does that mean to have willpower? Like, do you have well, to have green, more green willpower to be more power, powerful? The Green Lantern's power comes from your will. All right, so the more more willpower you have, the stronger constructs you can build. So you just okay? build a guy with yeah. high wisdom, and you're good. So, right. <laughs> I mean, the other will, the other will rings, is, uh, fear and not anger. will uh, confidence. How about uh, confidence? Yeah. They, they they display will as almost as your confidence, as your confidence in yourself is strong. So. If you ever get scared or rattled, all of a sudden you're, you become less and less powerful. But so okay. don't you? Hmm. Isn't that kind of like a cycle of more wind? Because if you have a thing that can create anything you want with cosmic power, then you're going to be pretty confident. And the more you like use it, the more confident you're going to be until you're just too confident that you're never going to be rattled. You think? Yeah, but right. some would argue that 
in the comic book universe, when it comes to the core, they have the checks and balances of the other rings based off the other other emotions in the spectrum, right? I would not argue and, that. Anybody who argues that's kind of the down, <laughs> And one of the downfalls of the core is that, that they became too confident in themselves that they were that they were beaten by um, groups of, of the different color rings coming together. So... Also, uh, the ring itself is not unlimited power. It has a charge. You must recharge that ring. Oh, right. That's why they have the battery charger in that movie. I remember that. Yep, you cannot re- you cannot fight indefinitely. Well, some of the they actually charge can... with batteries. <laughs> There's like a oh, charging station. Don't you remember yes. the movie? <laughs> it, it is basically powered by a group that has like a giant. It is almost like a battery that they go and they get you know like recharged by power. It's just refilled up. It's like kind of like a wizard has, like, he can be the most confident wizard in the world, but he still only has you know, 28 spells that day. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I mean, maybe they'll do something good with it. Like I said, it's not my personal favorite, but I, I, I think that they, there's there's room to, to do stuff there. I just, I was kind of, I didn't really what were you guys' reaction to the last one? I, I didn't think it was amazing. I didn't think it was terrible, but I was kind of like, meh, whatever. Yeah, mm. I, I had high hopes because I you know, have been a Green Lantern fan for a long time, and yeah, I was kind of like with you, Chris. I was like, it's not horrible, but eh, you know, great. it's like why why is he glowing? That doesn't look right. So <laughs> please don't make my suit suit green and glow. <laughs> I just don't think it was the right characterization. Like, yeah. uh, Hal Jordan is a test pilot. He's kind of a stoic individual, you know. He's not cracking, uh, cracking wise. Wise, right? That's more of a Kyle Rayner kind of thing. Which, yep. like Kyle Rayner was a graphic designer, so all of his constructs and stuff were very like artistic and like cool looking. It's like very, you know, very imaginative, and he'd come up with crazy ideas. And he was more the funny guy, and Hal Jordan was not the funny guy. So it was like a weird characterization. Kind of like, oh, we, yeah, we have Ryan Reynolds, so we should probably let him be funny because that's kind of what he does. He's pretty funny. Okay, gotcha. Uh, I think that's why he did better in Deadpool. So, <laughs> honestly, yeah, he was able to do what he wants to do. Yeah, probably. Um, okay, uh, we, before we continue, we probably should mention we did get a post uh, that there was a GoFundMe or something for uh, the D and D group in Brooklyn Center, which was kind of cool. I think that was put up by Tiffany. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's neat. I'm glad that the, there's another generation out there. So Geeks Next Door threw them a few shekels in order to try to get their uh, get their shit going. I let them know if they need any DMing. At, at Adubs is ready to DM. So uh, all the time they might be contacting <laughs> you in the future, man. So. <laughs> Adam's ready. Adam's got some uh, good ideas. I, do. I played. Uh, oh, Adam, do you not remember Spelljammer? I have played under Adam's tutelage. (laughs) I do? Oh, sweet, yes. Adam, it was quite an amazing adventure through space. And time or just space? With Gith. But was there... uh, What were the fucking elephants with guns? Gif. Gif. Those oh, those were the Gif. Yeah. I thought you were saying Gif. I thought you were saying Gif as in Gith Yankee or Gith Zero. No, Gif, Gif, Gif. No, <laughs> okay, yeah, Gif. Like, oh, cool. I'm like a, look at me, I got guns. I'm an elephant man. And it's like, oh, God, that's great. Hey, speaking of which, Amy kind of brought this up to me this week. I want you guys to tell me not your favorite, but give me a little background on one of the, one of your, 
one of the one one of your characters you played in the past that you just really liked. Give me give me like a background on them. Tell me what they were, what they did, why you enjoyed playing them. Maybe if you don't remember why or don't know why, just give me something about somebody that you really enjoyed. Uh, all right. Um, it was one half of like uh, what I consider me and Ryan sometimes from time to time make dual guys that like are usually friends and we get along. We have good to. Uh, I made like a six uh, six foot seven, like three hundred fifty pound giant half orc. The week. Oh, that was Ryan's guy, but it was like oh, filthy, yeah, yeah. filthy Ike. He was just <laughs> he was just like a Mister T kind of guy. He was super friendly, um, and he spent a bunch of money on the kids and took care of kids, which was a cool story point later in the night by having like one of the kids becoming like a chronomancer and come back later. And we had a cool house that got blown up like every single day by a meteor swarm constantly. And he was just super fun because he got into combat and would rage and go ridiculously ape shit on people. But outside of combat, he was super fun and and friendly and nice. And I thought that that was just such a fun character because I related to that character a lot because I'm like, <laughs> I try to be super nice, but sometimes I go ape shit on stuff. All right, so he was a barbarian, straight barbarian, or straight barbarian. Okay. Yeah, and that's when we got to epic level and we didn't know how to play epic. That's level. right. That's before the epic level came out. Yeah, this was yeah, under yeah. what rule set? Three five or three zero? Three zero. Three zero. Okay. I can't okay. remember those details. Well, 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 we can know most of them. So. <laughs> All right. Who's like next? Could, cool. He could punch a wall of force and break. Oh, that's right. Because what was that prestige class or epic level? You got like. Doorbuster or something like that. Yeah, like she could break walls of force. She just so angry. <laughs> That's right. That was cool. Okay, who's next? I can't. Re- I can't remember all my guys. Well, you don't even remember all. Just one that you enjoyed playing in the past. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't help. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll go. I I like you know. I'll I'll give a shout out to Zint the Week, who was you know filthy Yikes buddy. Uh, they were. He was pretty sweet, um, but. I like some of my other mages. I think a little more. I like that relationship more than. But I, I did really like Tris. I did like, you know, Amy reminded me that through Chris. He was a pretty sweet necromancer type, necromancer diviner, which is kind of a rare combination right there. You know, he's going all in on some of the stuff that other wizards would scoff at. But was um, that was that was a, three zero? I think. So. Yeah, that's, I, I, that, I think it was back when you had to pick like you picked specialties for wizards but then you completely could not take any of the spells from the other yeah. ones and that yeah. was 3-0 okay, was, wasn't, wasn't it necromancy divination and illusion the three most non-combat <laughs> spells of all time schools I think it might. I focused on those. Yeah, that would be the best ones. <laughs> but it, it was pretty cool because I, I liked the, the the guy. He was sort of he he approached evilness because he was basically trying to get strong and live forever and was was constantly looking for ways to escape death and um you know that was kind of fun uh and it it was it was it was a it was a good character all I'm right. trying to think. There's so many. There's a huge list of these. We should write. I could write a probably short I, essay. I, I know you could. That's why I just wanted to know one. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, uh, Adam and Dave. You guys remembering anyone? God. Uh, well, for me, um, it's probably probably the the cleric I played in uh, a Mitz game. Uh, just because it was it, it was different. It was the Eberron setting. Um, 
I had a, a lot of like storm powers, so you know I was calling down lightning. I was changing the weather, um, but that sure didn't help us against those flying invisible mages. Um, uh, so that was that's pretty memorable. I mean, I've tried a lot of characters over the years. You don't remember his name? Stands up. <laughs> I started with a B. Ah, <laughs> uh, bullshit guy. I can, go look, I can go look in my. Uh, Covered right here. I've got uh, no, no, it's fine. Character okay. sheets. All right. But, uh, Eberron. I did actually enjoy the Eberron game. So um, I didn't think I would at first, but it was okay. And Eberron was fuck three five. It was three five. Okay. Yeah, was, I like I like that campaign setting. It was fun. Yeah. Um, what you had? Do you remember anybody? Oh, the shortest character I ever played was. A mall by the name of Mall. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and he was so awesome. He was gonna kick ass. Okay, I don't so think he made it past third level. But what what, what is a mall? Explain to people. Mall is a half dwarf, half human. That cannot it's like breathe, a high, right? <laughs> it's cannot like a, reproduce. It's like right? a mule. Yeah, <laughs> it's a mule. Um, and we adapted him from Dark Sun to play in one of Chris's games. I was looking really forward to that character for some reason. And he went out with the blaze of glory fighting three fucking windmills. Wait, I mean, yeah, isn't that when you charge the fucking windmills? No. Three, three giants. Three giants. Remember, on the shore. On we're on a boat and they're throwing rocks at us, so it's doing minimal damage to a boat. And we're just like everyone's talking and being like, "All right, cool. Let's just we just we're gonna go down the river. We'll be fine." And you go like, "I ain't having this shit. I can fight a giant." And you jumped off the boat, swam to shore, and proceeded to be jellified. <laughs> well, well, the rest of, rest of us just sailed on. <coughs> yep. Yeah, that was sad. Because because that's when dwarves would get bonuses versus giants. That's right. I get a, pl- I get a plus four to AC yeah. versus these guys, and a plus four to hit. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And in fact, the only reason they were hiding behind windmills is because at that time, Adam kept telling us he was reading Don Quixote. <laughs> so <It> was horrible. <laughs> I was like, all right, Adam, there's windmills and there's fucking giants behind <laughs> Guess what also didn't get finished? <laughs> Don Quixote. Well, he died with the ball. Toss, so. toss that one in the river. <laughs> Uh, that's fun. Okay. Um, I played a swashbuckler. You did? Uh-huh. I don't remember that campaign at all. Does anybody remember anything about that campaign? It must not have lasted very long. Um, no, I don't think it did. I remember I played uh, the Hex guy, the Hexblade, and which was one of those guys who could curse people. And I remember we, okay. like, the party got totally wiped out in, like, a inn. Oh, yeah, vampire, that was the... And I ran away. So I was like, bye, guys. Oh, that was the vampire one? Yeah. That was yeah. the one where Ryan kept on trying to pick the lock? <laughs> no. And no, we all got killed? Oh. Nope, that was a different one. Yeah. But that, yeah that, had... That's another moment that'll go down in our D&D history. <laughs> what, in, in, your, in your mind, what happened? In my mind? Yeah, what happened in that situation? Uh, we were stuck in a room, and the door was locked, and all these creatures kept on attacking us. Okay. And, every, and the only way out was through this door, and instead of fighting, Ryan kept on trying to unlock the door, because he was a thief. And after our cleric fell, it pretty much cascaded, cause, and Ryan just 
continued to pick the lock. I, I do time. remember that uh, it was several failed attempts at trying to open a door, <laughs> which is very yeah, sad. It was like, it was like uh, three or four attempts, and yeah. it just kept rolling low. And I was probably committed at that point. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, all my friends are dead, and I might as well keep going until I can get out. <laughs> all right. At least, I mean, I can say I didn't get out either, so... Uh, what about you, Chris? Uh, uh, I'm like Ryan. I have, I think I like pretty much every character I've ever played. Um, in fact, if you don't like a character, they probably die or retire very early. Um, right. Yep. But and I don't remember who was in the game, but one of my favorites was Pound Torque Mall, obviously. <laughs> I don't remember like who played before in a, any of us. I don't think so because Pound Torque Mall was a wizard. And he was an abjurer. And at level, like, 9, he, he, could, he lost all his spellcasting abilities and had to become a fighter for three levels. Oh, that was Matt's no, game. That, that was yeah, Matt's that was, game. No, that was a lethargo meeting. Then who? Because the lethargo meeting made the rapier of... Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. My bad, my bad. So Pound Torquemal yeah. was another guy, but I, he was even further back. Uh, that was lethargo meeting, a mage of summer now. Yes, of course. Yes. So in a time where... Uh, was this fucking second edition? No, it had to be third. Oh, that, that was 3-0. That was, was very first game. Yeah. But in w- there's certain things in third edition that you needed to do if you're going to be that class. Like you wanted to go straight up wizard, or you wanted to go up straight up cleric, or you wanted to go up straight up druid because they got their spells based on their levels. And if you stuttered, then you didn't get more powerful spells as soon. So in the middle of my prime, I got side. I got like, all my spells taken away, and had to go fighter for three levels, which. Yeah, that was fun. But it, it was a fun role-playing aspect. And eventually the spells came back. You know, It had to do with the River Styx, I believe. You got, yes, you touched the River Styx. Yeah, right. something like that. Um, but it was fun. I, I liked it. That uh, Who was in that game? Do you remember who was in that game? Uh, remember Ryan got the powers of fucking disgusting bugs? Oh, was that the gem game? That was the, yeah, it was the gem wheel game. With their, so, yeah, that's the, the most quotable oh, game. Yeah. I'm saying, like, uh, roll for power, roll <laughs> for control. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that's right. So, and Ryan was, he came in later, because he came on, they're like, make a 12th level rogue, your name is James, or something like that. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Because Matt had just gotten back from Kenya, and there was a guy on the bus, a bus driver or somebody, named James. So he made Ryan be James. <laughs> Because it just started, it was just me and Chris, and what? we were like dragons <coughs> because because uh, Matt had Not had just... like the, the Council of Dragons oh, that's the very right. first night. It was the Council of Dragons. No, and then we were dragons who lost memories and stuff like that. And then Adam showed up the very next time, and then, but yeah, we, and then and the game was like completely. Matt was all like, uh, "Don't worry about that dragon stuff." <laughs> that's right. It kind of disappeared, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> right. Don't worry about you guys being dragons. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, because I was a monk, and that was another thing where we got really high, super high, like epic level. We didn't know how things progressed, so we just started going like, "Oh, monks keep getting Steel. faster." So I'm like, I can move like a th- so fast, and then I was like, "What do I roll for damage?" He's like, "I don't know, two d twelve become two d twenty. Roll two d twenty damage. That's fine." Okay. Yeah, I recall that makes sense. It was the. Because that's back in the day in 3.0 where at 20th level they kept saying, we're going to come up with an epic level handbook so you know what to do after level 20. But by that time we're like level 23 and we're like, I guess we just keep kind of going on make up shit a little bit or <laughs> whatever. <laughs> okay, cool. That's true. Um, and I got to throw an honorable mention to somebody who's not here, but one of my favorite player characters that is, was not, is not here was a little man 
who made some Mac balls because those Mac balls were amazing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which was I want to play that game. Yes, yeah, so it was a D and D modern game, which is oh. basically D and D in today's world. Which hey, my friends are around. I'll try it. I'll give it a try. But Keith did not want any of it, so he just made a guy who wanted to be a dishwasher. <laughs> That was his whole purpose in life, to become a dishwasher. Oh, man. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. Okay. Modern does not work just because it's like you know stuff about the world, and then you're like, oh, uh, I'm going to bake dynamite. Okay, how do you do that? Well, I go on the internet, and I learn how to make dynamite. <laughs> like, all right, okay. well, I guess you can do okay. that. Okay, <laughs> I guess you got dynamite. Nit- nitrogen. All right, yeah. cool. Michael, Saul Peter. Yeah, that was... Man, there, yeah, there's a lot of fun characters. All right, well, thanks for humoring me. Um, I may be asking this in the future, so take a look back at some of your older characters and uh, describe their personalities and stuff, and it would be pretty sweet. But uh, what else is going on besides D&D characters? Um, let's see. Uh... Oh, they dropped the um, Artificer this week. Okay, so... tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, tell me a little bit. I'd look at it or anything. Dave's on that. I read it a little bit. I don't need no so, details. I just want to know kind of like what it feels like or what they do. Is it like kind of like the Artificer in Eberron? No, no. It, it, it's a little different. So your two base subclasses that they're giving you, you're actually going to choose at first level. And you're either going to go Alchemist, so you're creating potions and alchemical fire and, and, and those Ooh. type of things. Uh, or you are going the way of an engineer and getting and doing gunsmith. So yeah, gunsmithing. You, you make a gun. Guns. Wait. Um, yep. What? <laughs> Blunderbuss. That, Do you have to be a gift called, then? Well, yeah, I think so. Maybe. <laughs> um, they actually call it. It's called a, a, a thunder cannon. Oh, um, Jesus Christ! And then it it, it has you know it, it has special attacks that is your masterwork feature as you as you grow up and go up in levels. Grow up. Uh, you're. You're limited in ammunition that you can create per day, um, and, and the damage scales with very similar to a rogue uh, and their sneak attack. So that's you know I, the the uh, alchemist seems more of a role playing feature, and the gunsmith seems to be more of the striking. I want to do all the damage feature. Mm-hmm. Um, it talks about coming from a guild, uh, having a rival, uh, that, you know, you, 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 very Indiana Jones-like, that you have a rival, (coughs) you both are chasing after the same things, magic items, you want to be that first person, uh, to get it, uh, kind of feel to it. So, um, it's interesting. make magic items, right? Yeah, so, um, there's three or four levels you make minor wondrous items. So it's anticipated that through your adventuring, while you're your adventuring, you're making these items. So when you level up, you're done with it. So like at second level, uh, all of a sudden you've got a, a bag, of, bag holding of holding is one of the items. Uh, at sixth level, you create a... Uh, I forgot what it was. A mechanical servant. Uh, so you're taking... Oh, yeah. Uh, the the stats of a, a beast out a of construct, yeah. Um, so it, it'll act very much like a the, the ranger's beast conclave. So you have a, a companion that can attack and and all that, Defend. and you mend it, heal it. Um, 
and and rebuild it. All right. Uh, I, yeah. I guess sure. So it's it's not as detailed. It, it they have spells too. So there's there is spells in there. It's um, like paladin level spells. So okay. You get, no, it's, it's like it's, crap. It's spells, not half. So. It, it's more like third. Right. That's uh, what it, paladins are. They're about third too. I think. Okay. That's yeah. kind of interesting. I guess. Um, all right. Well, we'll see how it works out. Uh, it, it doesn't. It's not like grabbing me. Like, oh, I need to play this this class. But all right, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it it it's not definitely it's definitely not the four artificer or even the artificer for Eberron. It, it's it just feels weird. I don't know. So without looking, I need to be an NPC first to see. <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody know what an organization of gifts is called? <laughs> Parliament. <laughs> that was really good. Whoever shared that, that was pretty fun. <laughs> uh, come on. It's a pl- I didn't it's a pl- look. It's a platoon. A platoon. Pl- pl- <laughs> I don't oh, know why. It just is. With our armor class of six slash two. <laughs> like, yeah. What? What the fuck's that mean? Look at those medals. Look at those medals on his chest. I know, that was cool. <laughs> okay, I'll have to look over the artificer. Um, was it online or where did you find it? Yeah, it was published this week by Wizards, so it, it's on their Unearth their Arcana um, series that they post on their website. Gotcha. So. Okay, cool, cool. Um, keep going. What else we got to talk about? Uh, the X Men series. Um, it's a so series. To, yeah. So, um, the you know Fox has wanted to do more with with the X Men series. Um, so not directly related to the movie characters themselves they've come out with uh, this or two weeks ago I think Legion premiered um, which is the story of uh, Professor X's son uh, is what it has been has been revealed um, so that seems to be doing alright isn't isn't his son no I'm thinking of Quicksilver is not his son that's Magneto's Magneto, never mind so. Uh, um, this is on TV or what? Yeah, that one's on FX. Oh, Legion. I've not. I mean, I've heard of Legion, but I didn't know it was on already. Okay. Yeah, he's the most powerful mutant that we've ever come across. Is is the tagline? Um, the other show that's in production or soon to be in production is a uh, X Men series called APB, and it's about a family with teenagers. That all of a sudden they find out that their teenagers have mutant powers, and so they go on they go on the run, and they're being tracked down by government officials. So it's kind of like um, the Fugitive, except with mutants. Reminds me of Heroes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we um, have to run away. The new heroes are. <laughs> the the producer of the of this new series is saying that um, where Legion doesn't seem to be linked into the current movies, the current movie set in the movie world. Um, his TV show will like they are going to reference what's taking place in the what has or what will be taking place in the movies. Okay, uh, they'll be they have they'll actually be running into other mutants. Some of the mutants that will be from Professor X's school, that kind of stuff. <laughs> are they going to so, have uh, the mansion? Uh, the man- are they have the mansion that's just completely empty, like in Deadpool? <laughs> like, how come they have these? Well, I ever see two of you here? Because <laughs> we only have permission to use these two. <laughs> <laughs> which is a good, which is a good uh, segue there. Uh, Deadpool uh, two, the the writers came out and they're done with the script and they're going to start filming soon. Have confirmed that uh, uh, three characters will be returning. Uh, 
Deadpool. Colossus. Colossus will be back. Good. Great supporting character. He was fun. Colossus will be back. Yep. Uh, Net- uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead will be <laughs> okay. back. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the cab driver, Dopinder. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was fun. He, <laughs> murdered, he murdered his rival. <laughs> <laughs> right. He is, Hello, he is my rival. He is evil as evil as he is handsome. <laughs> Or maybe he didn't murder him, but he had him in the trunk, I think. So. Yes, when he got into a car accident. So. Yeah, oh, that's right. Um, okay, they, that's fun. I, I will watch that. <laughs> do they say anything about other characters? Wink, <laughs> wink. Uh, well, well, Cable. We know, Cable. Yeah, we, and Domino. Hey, I thought that... Wasn't there something like the writer and and uh, Ryan Reynolds weren't on the same page or something or some like the director? The director was on the same page and did he quit or yeah. they just decide that something's weird? Yeah, the director did one of those things where it's like uh, I'm going to have to you know res- uh, respectfully step away from this and stuff like that. So that's it's right. One of those things where it's like they don't want to like uh, say anyone did anything wrong so that they're going to they're going to be respectful and just step away and say like uh, whatever creative differences. That's a little weird though. It's a little disturbing when you hear that cuz it did the same thing up with Flash or the director just pulled out of the Flash movie. Two directors pulled out of the Flash movie. Yeah, that's not doesn't invoke in my spirits for these movies. Yeah. No, and and Tim Miller was the director and in, in uh, for Deadpool and he a couple weeks later he was just kind of like he he was trying to put, paint a paint a picture of um it, it was like the um, the uh, movie company was coming in and trying to say, you know, you gotta make it bigger. You gotta make, you know, we gotta bring in all this money. And Tim and, and the director's like, no, I don't want. I want to stay true. Um, after he left, it was kind of funny because Ryan Reynolds and the, you know was like, oh no, we're you know we're gonna stay small. We're gonna stay true to the story. All the stuff that Tim Miller wanted to do, but a couple weeks later was saying, well, no, the 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 movie company was saying, no, you need to go bigger. You need to, you know, we're going to throw money at this so that we can, you know, make it like every other superhero movie. So but, there's definitely some stuff going on there. Right. But, uh, yeah, that was definitely a... It was re- it was well-directed. I really liked the directing and stuff like that. That was... You could, uh, you could feel that that was a writer's movie all the way. Like, that, yeah. like, that had so much, like, just, like, the way it was made that it was a writer's movie all the way. And they got the guy who directed John Wick and John Wick 2 coming in, so, like, I think the action will be pretty uh, up to... Action-packed? Uh, yeah, I mean, because John Wick is pretty amazing. As long as it's not A-team action, that's way too much action. Nobody wants it's to see much action. I'm hoping that they'll bring in Shadowcat if... If uh, what's his name's there, Colossus, that would be Pride. nice. Who's Shadow Kitty Pride? Oh, Kitty, Kitty Pride. Yeah. Kitty Pride, yeah. She's like my I don't favorite. They, I don't know if they can. Well, she was in the right, movies, cause I, right? Because she's been in the movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a X-Men, a, X-Men. She's a Fox entity, so I don't know if they can pull her in. Man, I, I wish they just get around that shit. <laughs> right. But um, on the same on comic book movies, uh, Peter Dinklage is going to be in the Avengers Infinity War movie, and. No one knows who he's gonna be. So there's like a Bob's. There's tons of speculation on who he could be. Oh, well, let me hear what some speculation. <laughs> um, um, who's what? Who's that villain dude? The short villain dude in the floating pod. Mo- Modok is what is one of those go. things. Modok is is a just a weird like it is a uh, machine design. What well, it's designed to for death or killing and stuff like that. It's basically just like a weird. Floating, uh, floating body with a bunch of weapons shooting at it, which is interesting and that's funny. But 
I actually think uh, he's of Watu, the Watcher. Would yeah, be, the Watcher. Which is basically there's this group of guys, super powerful guys called Watchers that basically their whole job is to watch, like Watchers from a uh, fucking Highlander. Their job is to watch everything and record everything. And or not vampire slayers. Yep. Or vampire slayers. It's it's to not interfere with any of the what's going on in the in the universe. Huh. They're universal uh, universal beings that watch and record. Okay. But every and, once in a while, they get involved. It in, you know because because comics. I mean you have to. Yeah. It's comic books. Yeah. <laughs> the only other little person I've seen, and I I can't remember seeing any in any other comic book movie except for the one that Roshark killed in prison that one time. <laughs> In, uh, in fucking whatever movie in that Watchmen? is. Watchmen. Watchmen, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't remember ever seeing a, a smaller person in any... I don't know. What, what do you call a person Peter, that's... Peter Dinklage was in uh, X-Men. Yeah, and he played... Oh, that's one. right. That, that's right. Okay, so yeah, yeah, he was in that one too. Okay. But the senator or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the tech... The guy who could create shit, right? Yeah. He can create the Sentinels. Yep. Gotcha. But, uh, How's this Modark? <laughs> That's Modoc. Modoc. Why does it remind me of like a fucking something from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? What's the brain guy in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Oh, Krang. 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 Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I see it. Huh. Cool. But uh, yeah, so I mean, it is a. <coughs> basically, we we knew we were gonna get this right around this time. We're gonna get a lot of speculation on stuff because now we're gonna come back around to summer again, and these are all for next year too. So oh, I wish it was summer. <laughs> right, it is getting cold for multiple ridiculous. reasons. Like ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. But most importantly, what's this thing I see about a Taco Bell shell? Whoa! This intrigues me, but it kind of also sounds a little gross. So basically, uh, on the twenty-sixth, they're going to have something called a, it's a naked chicken chalupa. So the shell is not a shell. That is a piece of chicken that has been made in the shape of a shell. What? Yeah. And then what? The Taco Bell, like, delicious ingredients. What? Is it ground beef inside? No, I don't think it's anything, yeah, it's is it? It's a taco. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it's anything, but it, it's just, the, like, sour cream, The picture cream, makes cheese, it look lettuce. like no meat. Yeah. This, well, the, the, meat this, is, the meat is the chicken. Well, right, that's what I mean, yeah. yeah. Right. This seems oh. like it's, like, that KFC, like... Whatever fucking double down or whatever they did. Oh well, yes, well they are owned by the same company. So what was that KFC? I remember reading about it and it was like you're going to have a heart attack if you eat this. It was like it was p- two pieces of chicken as with the bread in the middle of it <laughs> as breading. Bread. Yeah, I forgot what the. It was like it was like cheese and other stuff in there. Yeah, it was the double down. It was called the double down, Chris. Yes, you double down because you may not survive. <laughs> It's not like an everyday thing, but it's like one of those things you eat and you're like, huh, all right. <laughs> I've, I've experienced it. <laughs> right. It's like but the I mean, Grand I Canyon. Gonna be, I guess it's going to be like three bucks, which Ooh, I am. Spendy. I'm a Taco Bell guy. I like to go to Taco Bell and eat things. And if they, if I show up there, like if I see a commercial and we're watching TV and I see <laughs> Tiffany, I'm like, ooh, and she's like, oh, you're probably going to get that tomorrow. And I'm like, yeah, I probably am because Taco Bell, <laughs> like it, it, they come out like every three weeks, which is right around the perfect amount of time for me to go like, hey man, I'm kind of intrigued and want to go back to Taco Bell. And then I go, oh shit, they have something new? They have like a nachos that has something else on them? It's all variants on the same exact thing. It's all like, oh man, when? they made a shell out of ta- uh, shell out of chicken. That sounds delicious. 
just when you realize that Taco Bell is really bad for you in a really shitty place, you, they come up with something new. <laughs> and you head and right back. Like, Rope right back in. Right, it's like the Godfather 3. It's like I keep trying to get out, but they keep pulling me back in. <laughs> That's about, that once a month thing is about what I go through for uh, fucking, what the fuck is that place? Uh, the little, little fucking hamburger, White Castle. Like, every month or so I forget that White Castle's terrible and I eat it and I'm like, god damn, that tasted oh. good. And then the next day I'm like, no more oh. White Castle for a month. <laughs> there, it is so weird. Like, there is nothing that you eat at the time you eat it and it's like, this is fucking good. Right. And then after it, like, you know, 20 minutes, a half hour, you're like, this is not good. Why did I do this to myself? Why did I eat three of them? Oh. I do like, right. I do like, like, even as you say these things, I'm thinking, mm, white yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it make it run goes right board. down. Yeah. It's fucking right down the gut. But yeah, it's like, it makes your fucking burps really stink. It makes your, your, your farts really stink. You're just like, oh, and I feel terrible. Man, something about it. It's the farts that get me. I'm like, I can't sleep in bed for two days. I gotta stay out of the bed for two fucking days. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, good say, I'm not. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry, honey. Right. Yeah. Just blame it on the cats. That's cats. <laughs> yeah. I'm uh, hungry. I can eat at Arby's. <coughs> Arby's. Arby's is like the too expensive. Where it's like, oh, cool. Yeah. I spent. I spent $11 on myself. They do have, like, the dollar menu, which is interesting, because they do have, like, an Arby's Junior sandwich for a dollar, which is basically two small pieces of roast beef and a lot of bread. (laughs) Yeah, it is, like, too much bread. So if you just want to fill up on bread for, like, three bucks, you can do that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Ryan, what's going on in the world of magic? So Uh, There's a pre-release, apparently. That I heard about from you. <laughs> I tried to set you up. At, come on, man. I tried to make you feel involved by, you know, like, bringing something up that I know you like. You and Chris can have Magic Minute. I I don't know <laughs> shit about it yet, but I would like to learn, and maybe we should go this weekend. We'll yeah. have to talk to Timmy and see what he thinks. Ether Revolt is uh, Saturday and Sunday, I believe, the pre-release, which historically pre-releases are much more fun than releases. Just because people aren't as douchebag, some of them are still douchebaggy, but they're not as douchebaggy. So, yeah, I, I don't see that many douchebags that often these days. Mm, no, but <laughs> I did at the release when I went to a few release events, which we don't really go to. Those are the times I've run into people that are like, "You tap that mana, you can't untap it." Like, yeah, I can. It says in the rules, "Nope, can't untap mana." Like, I I can actually, <laughs> and like just okay. Uh, you wait. You want this way too much, buddy. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah, I don't care so much about winning. And that is nice pre-release. Everyone comes in not knowing anything, so you're not over... Nobody has a superior advantage by spending tons of time practicing. Everybody's everybody's more or less starting from nothing. So that's fun. So you're saying Dave and I have a chance? Oh, yeah, definitely. You guys should go. Here's my thoughts about pre-release. Either you go and you get an okay deck that you win a lot with because players are terrible, or you go and get a really good deck and win because your deck's really good. Either way, you don't really have something to feel good about. You just kind of won by default. Kind of. It's luck of the draw. <laughs> you're, you're focusing too much on the win or the loss. What I do is you get your deck, you open it up, and you go like, whoa, that's a cool card. Whoa, that's a cool card. And then you repeat, and then... You- and then you play, and you learn about other cards. You're like, that was cool. 
Do you it's audibly great. do this while you're sitting in front of people? Yes, yes he does. Occasionally, yes. I'll be like, Chris, check this one out. I bet you it's terrible, but wouldn't this be fun? And, you know, that kind of thing. It's it's a good time. Although, there's a small that... primer here. What's that, Adam? Oh, I'm just wondering if that's, like, part of Ryan's psych-out. Like, no. he's trying to psych <laughs> his other opponents out. No. No. Oh. Yeah. Here, here's a quick primer. Maybe this will get you in the mood. Uh, into this set. Anyone and everyone who can see this, we need your help. I've been trying to get a message through, but the consulate keeps jamming me out. They are trying to keep the people placid, trying to make joining the resistance resistible. But it is time to punch through and fight for what you believe in. If you see this, please heed the call. The renegades need you now more than ever. Will you join us? There. Does that make you wanna fucking go? That fucking Chandra. I put up the CG CG trailer too. Um, yeah, I'm watching it. It looks pretty cool. I didn't get a chance to watch that. Fucking uh, Tezzeret is Security on like, measures this, are now this in place. Place. And I'm like, oh, cool. He's like the emperor. <laughs> so, yeah. it, it is cool how they got a whole world built on it. And it, I think it, they used to be maybe less good at that, but they've gotten really good at that. They used you know to be, I mean? yeah. It used to be a, like a byproduct. Like nobody really cared about it, but they're definitely trying to like sit, fit their marketing around the, the stories more, which is kind of neat. Do you think those right. departments so, are completely separate at Wizards of the Coast, where it's like, hey, I'm the lower department. I don't care about cards or anything. I'm going to make a story up and make a bunch of characters. You guys make the cards, or they make the cards, and then the lore department fills in all the gaps. That's a good question. I don't know. Because the lore department would be the fun department. Yes. Like, I, don't care. <laughs> I don't care about like any of the fucking mechanics. I would I'd be like, I actually don't like magic, guys. You know, you may have to fire me. But uh, I came up with a whole bunch of cool stuff. Well, wouldn't you what just I, say... Okay, go ahead. Dave, too. You you were talking. You, uh, we, I cut you off, and then Adam cut you off again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, what I think I, I read a while ago, they were, they were talking about, uh, on their website, they were talking <coughs> about how they come up, come up with the ideas, you know, because they, they're planning these sets out in advance. Um, they kind of center it around the cards, and then, you know, they... No the, the writers kind of fill in the story while the, while they're still developing the cards. It's like, oh well, it'd be great, you know, for the story if we had something that is similar to this, and and then they would develop the card that kind of fit in there. So it was more collaborative than just we develop A and then B. It was more smooshed together. Hmm, that's cool. Um, oh. I just watched that cinematic. It, it's fine, but. When you compare it to quality to like what League of Legends does, <laughs> yes. it's not very. It's not up to par. Like if you, I was just watching that one. Now I'm watching the the <clears> old <throat> Elemental Lux one. They're just they're completely on a different plane. <laughs> that's true, but but that's really good too. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm just saying, the one that just came out, the Warwick one, was, that shit is so good. Yeah, that one didn't impress me as much because I don't. You know, it's just the. It's not. Uh, it's not like fantasy based. It's more like technology based and stuff. So, which is fine. I just it's personal preference kind of a thing. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. It was cool when he so, jumped over and did things. So, so Chris and Ryan, um, one of the things I saw on Twitter today was Wizards kind of saying, "Oh, we really want to broaden our digital reach, <laughs> yeah, specifically <I> <laughs> with specifically like with Magic Gathering," and people were like. Could they now be developing something that'll give us a, a Hearthstone type thing versus what they currently have? Uh, uh, you guys have played online. It, is it really that bad? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not pretty, good. Okay. 
And the, what's hair. cool, me and Ryan have talked about this before, it's basically the same client they've had for like 15 years. Like they came out with a new one and it's basically the same thing. <laughs> so <laughs> it's yeah. like, what did you guys change? Over, it took you 10 years to do nothing? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they do have pretty impressive ability to deal with like large card libraries yes so you, it basically comes with a huge database that you know you can look at all the cards you can sort you can do all kinds of shit like that which i don't think hearthstone has no probably the level of not even complexity close. there no um but but the the ui the 90 percent of the time when you're playing games it's actually just garbage it looks like something it looks like it's 15 years old and you know that's not so bad if it was 15 years old but when you like two three years ago say we're going to create a new one and it's like did they change something did they just reduce the graphics or something it's, <laughs> yeah. it, it was it, it was a totally a, a, a huge effort it caused there was a bunch of beta test bullshit and things went down and then what did you get out of it basically I would say nothing it's the same. Cl- I mean, there's a little bit better graphical upgrade to, like, the menus, but when you're playing a game, it's the exact same. Um, right. And you can see they have the capabilities, what they did with Hearthstone. I don't I don't like Hearthstone because I think if you have to be given mana, you're a little pussy. But it, I can't deny yeah. that it looks better. It looks like a game of today. You know, shit's happening. <laughs> that being said, I'm more of a numbers guy and don't care about graphics, so it's never really been bothering me, but I do understand it bothers other people, so... Well, and you know, Hearthstone is is mobile. You can, right? You know, mobile friendly. You can put it on your phone and and play it anywhere. Where the the Magic UI seems to be just really PC based. You can't. There's yeah. The, I, I mean, they've got their they've got like you know Magic 2015 or something like that. Well, those aren't. That's not the but same that, client. But that's not the same. That's like a standalone right? yeah. game. Yeah. Um, which yeah, that's not I think the, is kind of what they're shooting for because. They're standalone games, but you they do you do buy booster packs. It's just those aren't real cards. You can't redeem them for real tar- cards. They're just right. kind of like. But honestly, there's no reason why they couldn't do something similar if they wanted to. The standalone games that I've played, and I I've only played like <coughs> I haven't played many of them, and I think the one I played was maybe three years ago. But the standalone games graphics and playability was actually way way better than the client. So. Right. So is the issue then, like, remember when they came up with this new client like five years ago, which was the same client, they said one of our issues was that we're dealing with old code, so it's kind of like they have this spaghetti code going on that they're trying to import and they're instead of starting over, and I think that's why you got what we got was, <laughs> like, just see what you could do with the old code and make it better, and it, it no, it seemed like a big waste of time, honestly. Yeah, but it'd be hard, to, it is pretty hard to program, there's so much, every... Magic, by definition, you know, each card is a, has its own rules that override the rest of the rules of the game, and then there's a bajillion cards, so it gets it's it's a tricky. I, I emphasize with the challenge of making all the rules work together and being able to enforce them, but still, come on, guys, you yeah. made millions you're, of dollars. You're getting paid a crap load of money. You should be able to make it work. You know, I wonder well, if it's true, I wonder if it's any easier it for like release sets where they're like these are the only cards that all these other cards can interact with or do you think they're just like eventually these are going to be in standard rotation we have to make it so they interact with all other cards <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah I, just think of the matrix like they gotta the matrix being like take all the cards on one on one side the x-axis take all the cards on the y-axis and then like make sure they all work together yeah and there's a, so many cards like 
Yeah, there's it's hard for them to test it. Tens of thousands, I believe, at this point. So, yeah, it'd be actually, Yeah, I'm actually sure that it's probably not even... I don't even know if they can test every combination. I'm sure they can't, because the number of different orders of cards... Oh, sure. It's just like, you can't even keep that number. It's, it's an exponentially huge number. That's true. Uh, good job, Dave. Way to bring up magic. <laughs> Because <laughs> sometimes I can see Ryan like slowly, like his head starts slowly going down. And he's like, they're talking about comic books. Right. Uh, I love how Dave just kind of brought it up and then slowly slipped into the back. <laughs> yeah. See, what I, I'm like an idea, man. I'm like a muse. I made sure that things kept moving. Uh, it was funny, actually. ESPN uh, yesterday on the main website to put out the global power rankings for League of Legends team. That's awesome. Who's up really? there? Yeah, so like front page. It was pretty great. And top five are from Korea. Oh, That's okay. <laughs> Imagine that. Uh, yes, they number are. Number six is, is from China, China, and number seven is Cloud9. Cloud9? Really? Because we, I guess they, well, they got rid of Medios because Medios is getting old and he likes to get drunk and go like, <laughs> like go go two and two and seventeen on stream and stuff like that. And people are like, "Don't get banned, Medios, for feeding." And he's just like, "I'm having a good time. I don't care." Number twenty, TSM. There's going to be some from anger over this. Twenty is TSM. I think because they have a lot of unknowns, basically. Right. Because I think they're their ADC and their support, right? That they did, and maybe their top right. lane too. Or how did Hanser come back? I don't remember. But either way, like, a lot of their teams knew, so. And it's the consistency. TMS, uh, TSM is a pretty consistent team. They, like, do pretty consistently well, you know. But there's some inter- I'm just interested in doing seeing some of the, the, the new stuff, the new hotness, because I guess in Korea it's getting, like, scrim play. Uh, Malazar support is getting tons of scrim play. So, I mean, they're doing, like, because of ADC's kind of... They're terrible. Not being <laughs> terrible. Not being fun to play. Nobody likes doing it. So like, terrible. People are coming up with crazy ass weird strats. Yeah. Like, hey, let's get rid of guys and like make our supports so now be almost carry supports. Yeah. Who can like really change the outcome of the game by like building their you know second item like a full AP item or you so, know so full when, damage item. When they you say ADCs are terrible. <laughs> In pro play. It, I mean. But they still player. they still play ADCs, right? As far as we know, but maybe when the when it like we don't we we don't watch those scrims. We they do still play them, but we don't know maybe when they're going to come out and they're going to be playing APCs or something. Because that's what they do in ranked. Like I watch some of these uh, high level players playing challenger ranked games, and they're playing APCs down the bottom lane. They're not Which playing. Which is basically APCs. playing a mid dude in the in the bottom lane. Yeah, and then middle's also playing some sort of uh, hybrid character or something. So. Right. So they probably pick characters that have a little bit of hybrid damage, you're saying. Are Sometimes, hi- yeah. Highly prioritized. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It is weird to me. I mean, because there is something that, that dealing damage is helpful, but I guess mid, mids can do that, too. If you're trying to take down objectives and stuff. I think the main reason they do it is because, one, they usually don't have very good escapes, and two is that the tank meta is so freaking strong right now, but from what I've watched on the... Um, the test server, like, they're testing Courage of the Colossus being nerfed, like, 0.25 what it is now. Like, that's a huge nerf. That's, it's three quarters gone. Like, I don't know if anybody would take it if it was that much nerfed. 
and uh, like the jungle experience just got nerfed big time. So it's harder to come out of the jungle at level three or four. Because um, I always thought that was weird. Like in this I, in this uh, this season so far, I could do my camps and I'd be like a higher level or the same level as mid and top. Which in the past I'd be two or three levels or two levels down or so. But yeah, they completely nerfed that. They made it harder for jungle jungle champions with single target capabilities to get experience faster. Um, so they, they nerfed. They had a pretty big nerf there, and we'll see what it does to the actual play. Hmm. Which I it will be. I think it'll be fun to watch because I mean they're going to their weird ten ban system, the ten ban in in pro play, which instead of banning. You know, three guys on each side. There'll be ten guys on each side. Yeah, it's not fun, right? It's not fun watching the same eleven or twelve champions get played every game in, right. in pro play. Oh, right. that they have to take a nidalee because they didn't. That one took a lease in. That's not fun. Like, bring more variety into these games. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think that would be cool if they start playing weird random champs, or if people like are forced to play ones they're not amazing at because, you know, maybe they got a pool of four guys, but they could get all four banned. That might yeah. be a strategy, like make the mid play something they don't usually play. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. Well, that's what the. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dad. No, 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 no. Absolutely, I was just going to say, like the way the bands work, Ryan. Did you happen to see it? Where it would be like, ban, 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 ban the three guys normally, mm-hmm. and then basically it would be you pick a few guys, and then you do like secondary bands and then secondary picks. So you can target ban someone and put them on something that's gonna that they're not necessarily strong with but then you could ban the, if they did it right because they got the, they'll be able to ban the, the direct counter to the person they, that they're not weak uh, that they're not strong with mm. so that you have to play so I think it's going to play some interesting mind games because well do you pick and then ban or so if the team picks so you ban 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 everybody bans and then one team picks and then the other team picks presumably yeah you pick like then, three and then pick 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 and then ban 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 ban. But the, the question is, is: Does the team who picks first also then ban first, or do they pick I, first and then? Historically, yes, but I don't know if they've changed it at all. So. Okay. I you know, because the weird thing there, because you could pick ban, pick ban is powerful. Pick a guy, ban the counter. Um, but if it's pick a guy and then I the see. other team gets the ban. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it'd be interesting yeah. to watch, anyways. Any any change is fun to see how it does, and maybe it'll completely fuck everything up, and then they'll have to reback and do everything over. Oh, <laughs> I can see that. the whole system. Um, <laughs> have you guys ever watched the Challenger series, like at all? Yep. You yeah, have. I do a little bit. I have never watched it? the Challenger series at all. What is the Challenger series? So you know um, when they have teams that get regulated at the oh, end of the season, uh, they have a sub tournament of Challenger teams that then go in to the regulation tournament with those teams that get regulated to see who's going to go to the LCS, basically. <coughs> so I think it's the, gotcha. is it the lowest two that or lowest... I think it's the lowest two that go into or lowest four that go into um, the the, neck, the Challenger tournament. But the Challenger series goes all season long, kind of, to get the top few or whatever, get placement. It's it's exactly like soccer, Ryan, where there's the Premier League yep. and then the League. Yep. League. So you could think of it I as the, the minor league or whatever, yes. But I've never watched it. But uh, I'm telling you, I'm going to watch it this year because Team Gates is in it. If you don't know Team Gates, uh, it's Trick's team. Who, all he cares about is pushing objectives. Doesn't care about team fighting. 
just wants to get towers and get fucking wins. It doesn't matter if you lose 43 deaths to 12 deaths, as long as you win the game. <laughs> so, is, he, is he good enough to do that? He's, I mean, he, he was, he's challenger. I mean, he's always been kind of challenger, master tier, that kind of stuff. He's not in it. He's a coach. But it's his oh. style, right? So if he's coaching, you know that's what they're going to be talking about. Just fucking pick champions at split push. <laughs> so I want to see what that looks like in an LCS level. <laughs> there's an Uder. There's an Uder picked every single game. <laughs> an Uder every game. Uder and Volibear every like, game. Oh, okay, here could, I just, I wish the coaches, like, you know, at the beginning when the coaches are walking behind them, I hope he has his fucking e-cigarette. <laughs> he's just smoking. He's all like... Vape Nation! Uh, vape Nation. Uh... Ryan, I did put up a picture of how the band phasing is going to go. So if you want to click on that and show, like, so you see, you see how the bands are. Mm. Like, like blue bands, red, blue, back and forth. And then blue picks first, then the double red, double blue, single red. But then red, since they pick last there, gets the band first, and it goes back and forth. And then it does red picks first, double blue, and then red picks final. Oh, so. That's interesting. Okay. Mm. There's a rainbow in there somewhere. So there is a point where during the first pick phase, the red gets last pick and they can ban somebody right away. Yep. Huh. Which is yeah, it's interesting. Like I I think it'll just be fun. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah. I'm looking forward to the challenge tiers. Starts on January 29th, I believe. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to watch that. I want to see Gates. Just go for Gates. <laughs> you know, it'd be interesting if 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 it if it doesn't work. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what's he going to say? Because normally he says, like, oh, these dumbasses. And that's his voice. Oh, these dumbasses don't know what they're doing. You know? <laughs> Got to take the gates. Yeah. Right. Well, what's he going to do then? He'll he'll be like. He'll be like, well, I bought the gates. They, we just did it wrong. <laughs> I don't know what he's going to say. Where's the heel? Where's the heel? God! Ah, it, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Because I do like, of all the people that watch, like, I watch a few, I follow a few streamers. There's some that are, that I, like, almost should stop following because they are terrible when it comes to personal responsibility. They'll be like, man, that guy didn't E. This guy's a fucking idiot. Like, and then that got us all killed. Like, no, that's not the reason. I think Trick is somebody who's actually fairly reasonable. He's like, here's what we did wrong. Here's what I think we could do wrong. Now, he'll see. He'll say it like, man, he's but after the game, he'll be like, oh, I'm just chilling out, chilling out. Here's what we could have done wrong. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Fake nation. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, it's, it's funny. And like, some of the guys that he, he plays with a lot, like there's the one guy who play who has the fake Indian voice. That's pretty funny. <laughs> it's all like, oh, God, look at this guy. He's so <laughs> Oh, God, no. Ah! Yeah. Uh, anyways, what it, it does do is it make it made me interested in the Challenger series. So I'll, I'll probably watch a few of them because most of them I don't know. But apparently, there is Delta, Team Delta Fox who I never fucking knew before. But it's got Froggin on it, and Keith, and fucking Gate. A lot of people I know are on this Challenger team, which I think is strange. Mm. I don't know what happened. Well, to um, is that Rick Fox, like, the uh, NBA players team? Yep. Yep. Okay. It's 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 his Challenger team because, um, but like. The C9, whatever, C9, like, whatever, they're, like, team that's on the bottom. It has, like, High and Lemonation and stuff like that. And I'm like, hey, I remember you. And yeah. it's like, they're basically there to be, like, the anchors to try and get these new younger guys up to up to speed on how things work. I'm like, because if, if you're good at home, that's one thing. But if all of a sudden you're on a stage and you're playing yeah. in front of people 
and people are watching you, that's... Yeah, I suppose that's something nobody really talks about, huh? That's a big thing, I bet. People that just can't perform under pressure. Kind of like Adam on Sex Nights, you know? I I think that's actually probably a thing. (laughs) What? (laughs) Do that in confidence. (laughs) Sorry, man. This is a circle of trust. I thought you were confident he'd repeat it. (laughs) We're expanding the circle of trust a little bit. (laughs) Circle of trust. Okay. Well, yeah, it'll be fun to watch. We'll see how it goes. Um, when, does anybody know when the se- does the season start? Right when, kind of like around that time too, January twenty fourth right. or something, twenty fifth. I won't be surprised. I have no idea. Nah. So tell me about the Nintendo Switch, Dave. What's uh, is this something I should be buying? Yes. Well, <clears throat> and is this going to have a game that so, I enjoy to play? Well. Right now, they've so I, I've, I've got the. Twitter stream going of all the announcements that are coming through and through. So, so the Switch is their new uh, console. It is a little bit less power. Uh, it, it's less powerful than the PlayStation and the Xbox. It's a piece However, of shit, basically. Yeah. However, it is both a That's... portable and home console to the point where it's able to switch modes. It's it it can be TV mode where you're playing it on your television. Uh, it could be a tabletop where you take the screen and put it on a kickstand and play it, or it could be handheld. Yeah, yeah, I remember watching the trailer. So this is all coming out March 3rd for 300 bucks. So far, announced games include Skyrim. Eh, I played uh, it. <laughs> the, new, the, new, the new Zelda. That's probably what would do it, actually, right there. I'd probably get it just so Amy can play uh, that game. Fire Emblem, Splatoon... Uh, there's a Fire uh, Emblem's got a good following. Yeah, there's a game called Arms where you, you punch people with arms. It, <laughs> you know, you arms. <laughs> Mike Tyson. <laughs> you go like this. It's a huge step forward in video game technology. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see here. Yeah, but Bethesda officially announced Skyrim for the Switch, which which is huge because you say so. A lot of developers stayed away from Nintendo. Um, but now they're bringing their games back. Uh, there's a new. There's gonna be a new Mario game called Mario Super Mario Odyssey. It's more of a 3D uh, types uh, look to it. Um, so there's still. I mean, the stream is still going, and they're still releasing um, stuff. They haven't really talked about details on the hardware on the inside. Um, they talked about battery life at all. So yes. Um, Two the, hours. Specifically, what they said, battery life will vary by game, but can last anywhere from two and a half to six and a half hours. Um, you can the, the controllers themselves also will be able to be separately charged. They have uh, an adapter that's included with the unit. Are you in Europe? Uh, it's always it's always charging when it's in the docking station. Do you have an adapter? <laughs> yes. That's a sweet movie. Um, it also has the ability to connect over wireless networks to play multiplayer, and up to eight Switch systems can be connected for local multiplayer, which is 16 people. And the greatest part of the game, or the greatest <laughs> game they'll have, is called Eat the Batteries. <laughs> Mark, delicious game. 300 bucks seems like a decent price, though, for this thing, honestly. That's a good price point. That's a price point where I'm like, meh. Rather than, the details are eh, no. Yeah. I'm surprised um, they haven't gone into VR stuff. It's not Nintendo's way. 
Nintendo yeah, likes it, to do... What? They do not want to do anything new. They like Dell. Keep it simple. Keep it basic. Don't know change. But they did that. <laughs> they did the the um, Virtual Boy. Yeah, and that was terrible. It, but they had. It was a bad platform. It was just. It was ahead of its time, though. But that wasn't virtual reality. That was you basically wearing a mask and it had like a TV right here that was just red and yeah. you just wore it. I had that. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't virtual reality. <laughs> yeah, at all. I had that. It, was, it made me so sad when I had that. I was like, like <laughs> I can make virtual reality if you want that way. I'll throw a blanket over my monitor and sit back like this and be like, yeah. I'm in a theater now. It was just a TV attached to your head. That's all it was. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. Uh, League Sprint uh, is next week. Oh, uh, really? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Nice. EU starts on Thursday, so. Yeah, I don't care so much about EU, honestly. Yeah, Sorry, know, EU. Uh, NA greater than EU. Suck it. Right. Yeah, so at uh, 1, uh, 1 p.m. on January 20th, uh, starting off Team Solo Mid versus Cloud9. Woo! Off- start out strong! Hell yeah! It's the best thing that's going to happen that day. It is? Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was like... Oh, this guy over here. So, let's see here. TSM's got Hotzer still. Svenskaren's Scarin- oh, still there? Yeah. They brought Turtle back? Yeah. No. Uh, dude, like, Turtle's Immortals back? Is, Immortals is destroyed, dude. Like, that team is not anything anymore. It's yeah. Not, it is not the Immortals that we... They got Turtle. Oh, That's no. awesome. I, I I will watch this just because they got Turtle back, and Biofrost is... It. Okay. And then Double Wait, who got Who got Turtle back? TSM. TSM. He mm-hmm. was on TSM before he went to Immortals. Oh, wait. Here. Double Lift was there previously? Yeah, Doublelift, I think, is... Double I think he quit. No, he's there. He's there like sub or whatever. But I think he... I wonder how much he was involved in that. Was it his choice, or did he? they say basically, uh, you ain't pulling the white man, you're done? Oh, Doublelift? White man? Yeah. Why would he pull a white oh, man? Oh, yeah, no, I think he was, uh, was going to be done, and he said he's going to be done, but they're like, we'll keep you on as a sub. It's like Reginald. Reginald is a sub for them, too. Reginald is a team owner. He doesn't really play ever, but technically he's a sub still. So, okay. And TSM, you know, they don't really, they don't abandon their players. That's why they have the TSM retirement home with Dyrus and fucking uh, the general. <laughs> right, odd one, yeah. <laughs> is that so, a, a literal thing? There is yeah. a place for his... Do yeah. they live there? Yeah, they live together. Yeah, Dyrus and the odd one live together in the retirement home. <laughs> yeah. But they are, they are moving. They, they are moving because I think they, they just moved they, to Texas, yeah. Right, they're going to move to Texas because uh, California gets for streaming things. Like the tax rate is really crazy high on all that stuff. So oh. they're one of them, they're going to be like, we're going to move to Texas so that we get the, their internet connection is super good and they don't get taxed a huge amount. Um, right, and that's what the odd one out of stream. He was like, uh, yeah, so we stream like 15 hours a day, so it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to pay $2 million for this house where we can buy it for $200,000 in Texas, where we're just going to be streaming 15 hours a day and get a better house. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, you can't really argue with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if they were outside. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really right. need it, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Cool. Yeah, well, that's some that. good league news. Uh, so, what about this switch? Is people planning on purchasing it, or do you think it'll? No. no. So, I think I have all, or Amy has, but me by the extension has all the Nintendo systems that have come out. So, I'm sure we'll get it, but I'm not super looking forward to it in any way. I, I just. I mean, I, there's some of the games I'm 
it'd be like, man, I wish I had the system, but see, there is the for time, it's, for like, one it, game. it's another system, and it's uh, their games are cartridge based. Yeah, so that's, it'll be that's actually um, good. I don't mind. It. They it's are fine. doing uh, they are doing an online paid multiplayer, uh, very similar to Xbox Gold and, and PlayStation Plus. So they're going to have that, uh, and they're no longer region locked. So you know they had specific games for specific <coughs> regions. Yeah, that's they're, stupid. They're that that's like so. having regional DVDs. There's no fucking reason for that, you goddamn bitches. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. So. I, I, I don't. I I don't have any game here that I want to play. I'll play the Zelda game and the Mario game, I guess. But there's nothing that I'm like, ooh, I need it for that game or anything. So I, yeah, I follow Game Informer. Um, of course you and did. The, the, the stream is done, and they said. Not a lot of games were announced, but um, they know that there's a lot more out there, so they're wondering if there's stuff coming, and that is one fun picture. Well, remember... Isn't, isn't Splatoon supposed to be pretty good, though? Uh, remember yeah, PS- it's, like a, it's like a kid's, uh, kid's kind of first-person shooter kind first-person of thing. Shooter. Sure, but PS4 had or PS3 when it came out had like what six titles released or something like that it had oh, nothing dude, when PS3 it came out it was terrible yeah so I, I, it's not too bad whatever whatever yeah, the, the only thing I, I I would definitely not get it except for maybe maybe it'd be something I get for the kids that's what I, I mean, like it, that's what the Wii is know? right the Wii is a great thing for the kids to have because mm-hmm, it's yeah. simple enough for them to understand it. Persephone could fucking bowl with her grandpa without having to do anything. She knew how to go like this, you know. And now, yeah, the kids are old enough to do that kind of stuff. It's a good kids game. Good kids system, I suppose. But th- does it have the same Wii-like capabilities as well? It does, doesn't it? I don't think so. The Switch? Yeah. No. I, I think it's just the controllers that kind of pop off. But maybe. Maybe it has something similar, like, that you use. Because there was a... Remember, there was a punching game... <laughs> If there's a punching game, there might be a bowling game. Yeah, but it looked like True. you were still... It, it didn't look like you were swinging the controller around to, to, to do it for the video. It's just Swing just, your arms I, from side uh, to side. I, I think this is why the Wii keeps selling well, because people are like, it's cheap now, it's a good family system, the kids can fuck around with it, and... Uh. Right. Alright. Cool. Any other news? Um... Or are we pretty much good? Yeah, I think we're pretty good, man. It's All right. You guys want some uh, D&D plotline movies, or you want to call it a night? Let's go. Come on. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do a couple. Ryan's prepped. Look at him. Ready. Let's do this. I do think of all the batches that we've had, this is the easiest batch. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, if you haven't heard these before, these are basically movie plots for popular movies set in D&D times. And you got to guess the movie. Um... I'll read them twice. If you get it, just kind of be like, yeah, I think I got it, but don't shout it out. Give everybody a little bit of time to think about it. Right? Um, all right, you ready? <coughs> a young couple die in a horrible wagon accident. They are reanimated as remnants and try to protect their farmstead from invaders. When they fail, they call in a brutal poltergeist to assist. Everyone's got thumbs up and right. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> a young couple die in a horrible wagon incident. They are reanimated as revenants and try to protect their farmstead from invaders. When they fail, they call on a brutal poltergeist to assist. Um, 
I don't know. I I don't. <laughs> I give you a hint. No, Dave knows. I give you a hint. Oh, we all know. If you, if you say the poltergeist name three times, he appears. <laughs> oh, Beetlejuice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that's Thinky perfect small. example. Jeez. I do not remember the plot of that movie. I just remember <laughs> the weird fucking dude, and all the crazy shit happened. Uh, you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I know what you mean. Well, that is interesting because I remember the first week you got like two of them that other people didn't really get, and I wonder why if that plot just stuck with you for some reason or something of those particular movies or what. Or maybe they were more current plots. I, I don't know either, actually. Alright. <laughs> okay, here we go. <clears throat> An emerging psionist whose psyche is damaged by her abusive mother destroys her village in a fit of rage after being crushed under the ridicule of the local populace. Is that like a, the Carrie movie or something? You could have said I got it, but yes, that is Carrie. Good yes. job, Ryan. <laughs> Sorry, like, I'm, I'm assuming that if I get it, then everybody else has already got it. Like, <laughs> All right, let's see here. Uh, there's a couple more. An off-duty constable is caught up in a plot to steal another nation's treasury while on vacation. Caught in the occupied fort, he is the only one that can stop the rogues from making off with the king's wealth and saving those still inside. The only thing I can think of is King Ralph. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not King Ralph. No, but that's a good one to have in the future. The kings all die. <laughs> uh, <coughs> Alright, one more time. An off-duty constable is caught up in a plot to steal another nation's treasure while on vacation. Caught in the occupied fort, he is the only one that can stop the rogues uh, from making off hmm. with the king's wealth and saving those still inside. Alright. My Ryan? Sounds like a Bruce Willis movie. Oh, what's um, the name of that movie? Die Hard. Unbreakable. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was Die Hard. Good job. Nakatomi Plaza. Nakatomi Plaza. Uh, money in there? I couldn't remember what they were trying to steal. I just I gave them that one. They're going to be on the beach they're, earning 20%. <laughs> right, yeah. They're trying to steal a bunch of bear bonds. Yeah. Okay. And then they just have to murder everybody just as, as well. Right, because they made it look like a terrorist attack and it was just up front for robbing the, the, the place. Gotcha. Okay, uh, two more easy ones. Not easy one, but easier ones. A cleric is framed for the murder of his wife and pursued across the nation by a rigid paladin and his posse of disciples. I mean, I, I would guess on this one. Oh, huh? make a guess. I guess, just sounds like Fugitive. And the Fugitive, yeah, good job. Hey, Ryan, <laughs> nice. man, look at you. You are he's coming, he's, Yeah, he's coming out the gate. Okay, one more that I think you guys will get, then one that will be a little bit harder. A cleric, again, is sent to work with a young boy plagued by spirits. The boy uses his gift to save a young girl and set the cleric's world in order. <laughs> I don't know this one. But I, I'm uh, laughing at myself because I'm thinking of... It's another Bruce Willis movie. <laughs> oh, I got it. What is it, Adam? Why did you say that? It helped you I'm get sorry. it. What is it, Adam? Yeah. Uh, I see dead people. Yeah, six cents. Good yeah. job. <laughs> see, there's little things in the six cents that I forgot. Like I don't, I didn't remember that he stopped that mom from killing. Remember the, the like mom poisoned yep. Yep. her one daughter and was going to poison the or the next one too or something like that, and he stops him. I didn't remember that. That's kind yeah, of yeah because the, the little girl set up the videotape. Yeah, and kept seeing like you know her mom would put the stuff in there and oh. fuck that mom by the way okay last one I think this one's a little harder but we'll see how it goes <coughs> uh, 
A warrior returns home from, from war broken. A warrior returns home war broken and takes the job of a carriage attendant. Seeing himself as a valiant paladin fighting against corruption and evil, he attempts to kill the local magistrate and save a prostitute from her decrepiture. Um. One more time. A warrior returns from war broken and takes the job of a carriage attendant. Seeing himself as a valiant paladin fighting against corruption and evil, he attempts to kill the local magistrate and save a prostitute from her decrepiture. The word decrepiture is like delicious. Weird. <laughs> it's delicious. Oh, I know what it is. Boom. Really? Look at Ryan. Look at Ryan. Ryan yes. knows it. So when awesome. people are stuck, then I got that shit. It's <laughs> weird. <laughs> All right. I think I, All right. It was the paladin um, part that sent Ryan. I think I got it. Well, let's hear your answer. I think it's Sin City. Ooh, that's a good one, but I don't think that's it. I Okay, it may, maybe it works in, in in many of the. It works in some of the things, but I don't remember him coming back from war and stuff. So, but it's good. Yeah, that, that's not bad. Okay. Damn, right. the prostitute is what threw you there. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the only thing I can think of is like Forrest Gump. Oh but, shit! Okay, but that's just not. I mean, it's there, but it's not there. <clears throat> yeah, this one's a little harder. I'm not gonna lie, because it's an older movie, and you right. may not have actually ever seen it. And one more hint. I think Dave, you got it. Yeah, I got it. Uh, it's a De Niro movie. Yeah. What really? is it? Are you talking Scarface. to me? Scarface. Are you talking to me? <laughs> oh shit! I, me? I don't even know if I've seen that. Ta- movie. Taxi driver. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, I was just like, I was like, what for? And I'm like, war. And I kept thinking, modern wars, modern wars, modern. And I'm like, no, no, it's got to be. And I'm like, oh yeah, Vietnam. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Good. Good one. That's a good one. That was a little bit harder because, like I said, most people haven't even seen the movie, or if you have, yeah, you saw it a long time ago. But you should. It's a really good fucking movie. Obviously, it's a movie we know of. So, <laughs> but the whole thing's really simple. He's he. He tries to stop a prostitute from being a prostitute. She's like, go fuck yourself. Then he tries to kill somebody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's yeah. the simple plot, right? It's not that complicated. But. And his brain is kind of... He's that, like, goes crazy. That too. It is true. That too. Okay. Oh, hey. Um, one more thing. Did We never talked about resolutions. Do you guys have any New Year's resolutions? I don't think we ever brought them up. Do you guys have any that you make? I know normally I don't really make any because I... I hate challenge, I guess. But this year, I thought maybe I'll make one or something. Did you guys do you guys do that at all, or talk about it with your spouses and everything? Yes, I didn't. Really? I'm lazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, if you have one, would you like to share it? And then, if you're thinking maybe you might want to get one, what might it be? <laughs> so, Ryan, you said yes. What did you have? I-, I talk about it with my wife. I haven't committed yet. I usually this is what I around do. November fifteenth. I'll commit to something. It actually takes me quite a while, because I I don't like to like jump in. Like usually you want to do something meaningful, but if you just say you're going to do something meaningful without believing you can actually like without having a plan to accomplish it, then you just like start doing something and then fail. So I like to try to have a a goal that I can set that I can achieve, and I and I haven't fully figured it out. I have some ideas of what's related, you know, health and. You know, things like that. But the details need to be worked out. So you don't actually have anything. You just have ideas for things. Yes, but you also asked, do I talk about it? And okay. I yes. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got he you. He has desires to do something. 
Okay. Well, I, I think that well, the reason I ask also is because it's pretty having a goal is more powerful than you think it is and actually like writing that goal down is more powerful than you think it is it sounds stupid i have a goal big fucking deal but when you actually write down a goal and then try to work towards that goal and see incremental growth towards that goal it's a kind of a it, it's more powerful than it feels like it should be i don't know if that makes any sense but it does i think I can see that so i would challenge you to think of something you want to do and be like i'm going to write that down and share it with chris now, it doesn't have to be anything big or life-changing. I have two this year. One is to continue to create things, because I think it's fun to create things with my friends. Um, these podcasts are a good example. And I want to finish Persephone's book she was working on. Uh, those are two things that that's create. And I think it's fun to create things. Cool. And, I, and anything that we can create together is even more fun, like this card game thing. I want to work a little bit on a day, even if it's one or two cards a day. It's something, and it's fun to do. And then maybe maybe something will come of it, maybe something won't. Destroy. <laughs> um, I have written it down. It has now become manifest. It will happen. Uh, and my other one is, um, I want to move the bar. One. Uh, do you guys remember? Do you know those old? They're not old, but they're old-fashioned scales, kind of where you step on them and you got to like make the little bar equal your weight or whatever. Sure. You okay. know what I'm talking about? Well, I remember when I eventually was able to move it down. Uh, like a, a big one, like a, a 25. And now it, it, whenever I go on it, I put it on 200, and then I put like whatever I need. I want to move it, I want to get it to like, so I can move it down to the 175. Because I don't think it's been down there in a long time. So that's one of my other long-term kind of yearly goals. I think it'd be kind can't of... You just, so 175 plus some extra numbers. Yeah, it could be 199, honestly. And oh, okay. <laughs> 199 would be a point where I can... But I, I it, it's... It's a weird thing because I remember when I had when I moved it down from two twenty five to two twenty or to two hundred, it, it was it felt good. It felt like you could see progress in that way, and it'd be it'd be kind of cool to move it down to one seventy five. And I was just thinking that the other day at the gym. So that's my other my other goal for the year. Does the gym have those old school scales? There? Yeah, I think most gyms do. They don't have yeah. digital ones for some reason. I wonder why that is. Because they're they they don't break. They probably they do last forever. I suppose that's There's right. no batteries and no maintenance. Yeah. If you drop a weight on and it, it probably doesn't. <laughs> they're actually more accurate, probably, than... than uh... <laughs> they're actually more accurate, probably. <laughs> I like how you threw that. Like Everything I just said might not be true. Be true. Right. <laughs> yeah, now the goal is... or The, the challenge is that it might fail from these goals, but fuck it. Might as well throw my hat over the wall, right? Ugh. Like you, don't, you don't usually wear hats. I know. That's why it's going to be easy to throw it over the wall. <laughs> I don't need you, son of a bitch. Metaphorical ah. hat. <laughs> All right. Cool. Parting thoughts, or are we good? Yeah, I don't... Stop making us think. All right. <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're down for some nostalgia, check out the Chips trailer that's coming out for the movie this summer. Oh. Sorry. Come on. I'd, ra- I'd rather our not. favorite California Highway Patrolman. Oh. And Baker back out oh, on the road. Kind of hurts my guts thinking about that. All right. All right. Thanks for being with us. Um, if you have a winner for our movie year off and you want to send it in, it's geeksnextdoorftw at gmail.com or you can send it into the Facebook page as well. Um, I'll let you guys know next week if we get any responses and who any actual winner was. We know the Daves are in the lead right now, but I think the Ryan. Uh, the, the Thomas A Dub special might come back. Who knows? We'll see. And, well, re- remember that they won't actually win. The movie will win. 
because I think they've already lost. It's the argument uh, that matters. That, that's what I need to stress. Which argument was better? Not which movie is better, which argument yes, was know. better. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, we'll see everybody next week. Take care. Hey, mahalo. Bye. Bye. <laughs> mahalo. <laughs> You're bringing it back, huh? <laughs>